This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. It's a tremendous schus to be with Rosh Hashiva together. It's also a, a very pleasant and positive surprise. Rabbi Price is somebody who grew up across the street from Yeshiva. His father's his mother, were pillars of the community, is an understatement. And Baruch Hashem, he's become a tremendous Marbet Torah and very, very pa'il, extremely um, active in doing and building. And Baruch Hashem, he should be zeichet to take the extraordinary Zika Rabbin that his parents um, did and do and his mother does and keep building Torah with those same Koyach as Baruch Hashem. Um, the, the last two years took a tremendous toll on our community. I'm not speaking about the Cholim and Lailenu, Niftarim. That's pers- those are losses. But a lot of things that we have thought, there were decades and decades of building up, but the Knesset. Unfortunately, these two years took a big toll. Many people stopped coming to shul. They either have some backyard minion or just sort of eased off. I've known some rabbanim. There was a rav in, in the broader Washington area that for years struggled and built up a small community in an area that had nothing. And he told me he's back to where he started again. And many of the shuls are going through this. People got used to not coming, not attending, not participating, and that left a mark. Yeshiva's schools, the um, children who have been in the formative years, and now these the two years were on and off in different formats, it leaves a mark. And I've heard from Rebbeim, in Yeshiva's older boys, it's less it's less visible. They obviously are more advanced and it was easier to arrange things. You went far away and so on. As we did, we went to a faraway place. But younger children, the years that they develop, it left a mark and we still don't know the full extent of what will be with it. And another area, we prided ourselves in America about the shalom and the achva between people, even people of slightly different stripes and so on. It, America has a ruach of tolerance getting along. These last two years brought out some extraordinarily sharp differences, some, some real emotional baggage that hasn't really healed. And occasionally somebody will call me a Talmudan that he just the way his Rav community acted during the COVID, whether this way, that way, the other way, and he just can't be matched with it, he can't look at people in the face. I've had this more often than I would have thought should be appropriate. And it's left a mark. So in a certain sense, we take a step back and say, we put in a few decades building up the beautiful institutions that we have from, I would say, the 60s and onwards, the tide began turning, and Yiddishkeit, Torah Yiddishkeit, began to reestablish itself. Shuls, kehillas, schools, and, and, and a tzibur. So why? 
what, what's, what, what is it about? Like, what's the point of it? So, there are people who have lists of punishments. Someone sent me in at the beginning of the Magaifa. Uh, an, an interesting fellow from Yerushalayim, he doesn't understand um, why everybody doesn't understand where it's coming from. It's a Mephorisha, this, that. I know he pointed out a Mephorisha Mishnah. And I sent him back a, a list of, uh, uh, I don't know, two dozen places where it says different things. So I said, this is what I can come up with. I'm sure you can probably come up twice as much. So now pick your choice. So people who are looking for understanding Hashkoch in terms of Oynish, that if they feel they have Ruch HaKodesh, that's, that's that. But we tend to look at these things as a challenge, as an Isoyan. But the perspective that we have on an Isoyan, on a challenge, is not, I don't, I don't think it's the right one, and that's why it doesn't leave us satisfied. We think of an Isoyan as presenting a lafum tzaira agra opportunity. That you get schar for how difficult it is. Um, in, I like in Scrabble, when you have squares with uh, extra points, or, or letters with extra points, if it's more difficult, you get extra credit. To which our natural response is, we don't do well with, with Nisayonos. A person is firstly not supposed to ask for Nisayonos. So why, what's the point of this? And I'd like to offer what I think is, is a more true to Torah perspective on what a Nisayon is, and, and it'll help us cope with it. Rabbi Yochum writes in the Shmuz that the Pasuk says, by Nobi Sheker, Kiminas Hashem Lekechem Eschem, Ladas Hayeshem Oivim Hashem Lekechem Chulavachon Napshchem, that sometimes Akadish Baruch who sends in a false Navi and he's able to do miracles, Akadish Baruch who is bringing Nisayan. So Rabbi Yochum says the very fact that we understand it's a Nisayan helps us cope with it. People deal more easily with things that they understand is a challenge than if the challenge without it being framed as such. So getting a certain understanding of what the purpose of Nisoyen is, what it's all about, is something I think that will help us because it seems that Derech Hashkocha is like that and for a reason. And that's what I would like to try to discuss. So let's go back to the Pasik. The Pasik says, Kiminase Hashem Lekechem Eschem Lodas Hayeshem Oyevim Hashem Lekechem Halavachem Afshem. A Kadish is testing you to see whether you like a Kadish with your whole heart and your whole soul. The, um, we're used to understanding a test as being is it genuine, is it not genuine? Let's take a look at a, sp- a certain Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Midah is called Emes. And the question is, what does Emes mean when we refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? When we say somebody is honest, the Shiva spoke about honesty in business, what we really are saying is, he doesn't lie, he doesn't do Averis. The only reason why it's a compliment 
is because since almost everybody is nikshal with things that are not emes, so when we say somebody's emes, we're, we're saying something very, very chashat, because almost nobody is like that. But when we talk about Kaddish Baruch Hu, we say Kaddish Baruch Hu is emes, Hashem Alekim emes. What does that mean? That, that it doesn't lie? You can't, you can't say those words. What does that mean? On Rosh Hashanah, we, 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 we're in the Chesimah of the Tefillah, in the Chesimah, we keep referring again and again, Ke'atol Kim Emes, Udvarcha Emes V'Kayim La'at. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Emes, His word is Emes, and it is Kayim La'at. It lasts forever. So, it's Emes, and a corollary of Emes, or the embodiment of Emes, is that it lasts forever. The Gemara says, Emes koi shekeloi koi, and constantly talks about that. So let's, it, let's take an example. A person has two items. For instance, let's say I have two tables. One is wood, solid wood, and one is wood veneer. So, feeling and touching the top of the table is the same. If I dig deeper, one of them stops being a wood table, and the other one will be a wood table as, as, as deep as I dig. Let's say I have two chemicals in front of me, two metals. I know that real gold has the following properties how it will dissolve, when it will melt, um, how durable it is, how, how malleable it is, all, all the different um, properties of, 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 an, of an item, of an element. So I will take the other piece of metal and I'll keep performing different things. I'll have it react with chemicals, I'll bend it, I'll bang it, I'll stretch it and so on. If it is real gold, then down to the last test, it's going to retain that property. If it's not, then at some point, it's going to have to fail, because at that point, it does, it, it's not that. So when I speak of emis, I'm talking about reality. Is this real wood? If it's real wood, then it will be wood all the way through. If it's not real wood, then it will stop being wood at some point. A Kaddish Baruch whose name is Havaya, which means existence. It exists because it exists. Akarish Baruch's existence is essential. It ex it's, it's existence. And therefore, there's no way that Akarish Baruch doesn't exist. Anything that has the chosim of Akarish Baruch is a metzias. So when I say, I will do this or that, if the more honest I am, the more I try hard to live up to it. 
But when a Kaddish Baruch Hu says something, it's a Metzias. It is. So just when Kaddish Baruch Hu said, He or, or became a Metzias, when a Kaddish Baruch Hu says anything, it is, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is. It's not the quality of Emes, like we sort of instinctively think about, will I try, will I do everything I can to uphold it, we're talking about a very different quality. It is because it is. I once heard a, um, it's just a, such a beautiful the hair. Ramos Shapiro's Rebbe, should be well, her father learned by the Chavetz Chaim. He was a very big Talmud Chachem. Rebbe very, very big Talmud Chachem. Very quiet person, very, he was a very, you know, introverted, sat, learned, very not communicative. And his daughter once asked him, your Rebbe was the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim spoke all the time. Why don't you ever tell us anything? She said to get a story out of him was, was Kriyas Yamsev. He said, my tochter, I'll say it in Yiddish because it sounds right in Yiddish, and then my tochter, the Chavetz Chaim's Werte seine Gewen Sticker Metzias. Er hat nicht geredet. He said, My daughter, the Chavetz Chaim's words were a Metzias. They were reality. They weren't talk. What he meant was, it wasn't idle. It wasn't just kind of beating around the bush. He said things that were emis, emis in the full sense of the word. Just the, uh, the picture of, of that phrase struck me. Sakharish Baruchu's description of that is Sakharish Baruchu is emis, and it is dvarv of emis. The kayum laad, the lasting forever, is because that's what the property, that's what emis describes. If something is essentially wood, it will be wood until it disappears. It'll never be anything else because there's nothing else it can be. It is that. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us, B'Tselma Lekim, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked of us to live a life of Ruchnius, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that our Maisim should have that same quality. The more a Maisa is real, the more it's essentially me, then the less it could possibly disintegrate. So if we to ask ourselves, what's, what's the description of a Maisa Tov, a pure Maisa Tov? The quality of Emis decides that. Therefore, as a person does what's right and what's good. So the first, the f- at first point is to get people to do what's right and what's good. And for that there's a Shulchan Aruch. What should I do? The next question is, how emis is that, is that to you? Now, if I'm doing something as a pretense, I need to show people I'm shopping at a big Shemar Esra, I'm a big Masmid, I'm a big Baltzdaka, then obviously that's not Emes. That's clear. But there are things we do 
And there are things we do. There are things that they are there day to day, but the minute something happens, it's not the most important thing. If somebody's natural language is, if somebody's language, the only language that he knows is a certain language, no matter what you'll do to him, that's the only language he'll speak. If somebody has another language that he learned and he can speak it well, but when he gets nervous, upset, excited, frightened, he falls back to his old language. It's not through and through him. The hashkacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to test how emes are those maizim? How deep down do they go? When the, when the Sutton, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent out the Sutton to find Tov in the world, Sadik and Yosher, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought him Eov as a demonstration. And the Sutton said, Gabo, touch him and see if he doesn't start cursing. So the word Gabo in its, the Pashto meaning means um, like, you know, like a nega. It, mean, it means to hurt. But no, it means it looks. But just try to tap it and touch it and it'll fall apart. The outermost layer of, of not emis is when something is just like there's a front and everything behind it is, is, is nothing. There was, my father told me about, there was an old Yid who lived in America at the turn of last century, Rav Kalfus. I've heard from other old people, I, I, I'm not familiar. He was a, he was a Malamed, he was a, a Yid, lived in the early 1900s. And he once said, Americana Frimkeit is via movie. American Frimkeit is like a movie. It dances, it sings, and it jumps. But when you touch it, it's a shmata. That was the way he described it. So a very colorful description. But, but the point is, the quality of something is, how, how much does it take for something else to come out? That's the world of Nisoyen. Nisoyen is the same word like we use to test a metal. When we use to test something to see what it is. Yes, it looks that way. It feels that way. It reacts to something that way. But the hashkacha is in order to get it deeper in us, in order to make us realize where it hasn't, where it hasn't taken root yet, is to get to a place where you shake hard enough and the wood becomes something else, becomes plastic. Avram Avinu was Nisnasa Basur Nisyonos. Ten, the number ten in Pekavis, as it's there, tends to represent an entire Mitzias. The world is created by Asurim Amoros, and that means Ten encompasses the entire Bria and everything in it. We have a, 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 a number system based on ten, so ten is all, all the numbers are zero and nine digits. That, that's all the numbers. Being tested with ten nationals means that the person is down to the very core, it's Emis. That's the Pusik. 
כי מנסה השם אלוקיכם אסכם לדס, הישכם אוהבים את השם אלוקיכם בכל לבבכם ובכל נפשכם. It's something which is a test through and through. Is it wholehearted or not? Because it'll shake hard enough that unless it's through and through, it's not going to be. There's a very interesting, um, there's a safer Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev, of the Baditra, maybe two years later, the Bas Ayin. And he says, everybody always says, you know, when you want to give a person Musa, you say, you know, all the Taivas and everything, it comes and it goes and, and, and it doesn't last, v'cholo v'cholo. He says, the reason it doesn't last is because it's checker. All Taivas are sugarcoating on something that's not good. And therefore, that's the definition of Avera. Anything that's good, anything that's Taiv, is Taiv through and through. And anything that is other than that, no matter how deep the sugar is, it's not sugar. It's something coated with sugar. And that's why every Taiva that's an Avera, there comes a point when it stops being sweet and starts becoming really bitter. Because it's Sheker. And that's the Metzias of the world of Ra. So if we think and try to understand a little bit the world of Nisayan and the world of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's the ongoing Ashkacha? The broad picture of Ashkacha is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is taking us and developing us to be taif. That's what Ashkacha is. That's how Ashkacha is described. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is guiding us and leading us. Sometimes with positive incentives, sometimes with negative reinforcement. That's how it works. So one element is to get us to do what is taif and what's right. And, and different ways. Everyone has Ashkacha how HaKadosh Baruch has led him to, to, be, to lead the life that he leads. But then there's a whole other aspect of Ashkacha. And that is the question of how real, how emes, Chaysomosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu's emes means that the hechshah of HaKadosh Baruch an item, that an item is kulal Hashem, is that. That's, that's the, the, that's the um, uh, seal of approval. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person Nisoyen, which means Gaboy. It, we shake it up. Let's, let's go back to an example. We're nice, we're friendly, we're good, we're tolerant, we get along. Okay? So that's, that's a very good first step. So we're on the right path. How deep is that sense of needing to be able to get along with the other person. Well, we shake up conditions. There, there are some real issues, and issues that have serious contention as to what's right and what's wrong. It's no longer coasting on a natural ease with people, but it's really science. And we have to ask ourselves. Yeshivas, it's nice. We go, we flow, and so on. In Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, we have a tremendous amount of people sitting and learning. When they, in the first wave, when everything closed down, 
people started asking themselves, should I? Should I not? Because the coasting stopped. And when the coasting stops and things are shaken up, a, a deeper part of yourself has to kick in. And you begin to realize how serious, how serious is not. One of the things that I feel it, 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 it's extremely, it, it, there, it's, it, it has a terrible potential for, for, for difficulties is the way in which Shul's and Kehillah's took a, a real beating and people say, I mean, some people feel very comfortable diving at home. Some people rationalize they have more kavana. Some people find the backyard minion is, is, is very fine. Um, there was one of our Talmudim, Zerosh Kail, in some place in Florida, and he gave Musa to, to, to Balabatim. You cannot have a shul. The person there had a backyard minion and, and le left it at that. He told them, you cannot have a tzibur without a rav. You want to make another shul? Fine, that's fine. You make a shul with a rav. He was very strong about it. The person came back to him and said, he said, it's okay. He said, what happened? We appointed one of his palm as the rav. <laughs> so, it's, it, it's, but, but it becomes, it, 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 it dissolves the fabric of Kali Yisrael. And, and it, we, had we had a strong enough sense, had we inculcated ourselves, this strong enough sense of what a, a, a tzibur, a kilo with a manig is, then, then it would be different. So going back a second time over and asking ourselves, all the things that we do right that got shooken up, the test is... It, 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 it's easy when we say we do good things. So when things are go well, fine. If it's difficult, it's difficult. So it's a shtikel Not 100%, but a little bit of Patre. But if we would understand it differently, if we would understand it, this is the test of is it a garment or is it a person? The hardness, the difficulty of a time is a test not just for extra schar. How much does this mean to me? My Rebbe Chaim Shmulevitz had a Musashmuz that he would say as follows. It says that Yaakov sold his Bechorah for Esau. Yaakov had Esau sold him his Bechorah for Nezid Adashim. And one of the questions that is asked is, isn't it a Mekach Tos? I mean, you can't get a bigger um, a discrepancy between the true worth of it and what he sold it for. It's a, it's a question that's talked about a lot. So Chayyim said the following observation. He said, there are things that have a market value. So a, 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 a bushel of wheat has a market value. If you stray 15% from, from, from the true price, you run to no. And, and over there we have the Torah halachas of no, of cheating and when when the sale becomes bottle and so on. You have items that don't have a market value. The becher that I yarshin for my great-great-grandfather, what's its market value? It doesn't have a market value. The value that I place on it, that becomes its value. 
So if Esav was willing to sell his Bechorah for Nezir Adashim, that becomes the value of his Bechorah. It is a genuine value because the person who possessed it gave it that value. So Chaim would say, what, what allows you to get up from your standard that you're learning by and walk off? If it's an emergency at home, so, 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 so your learning is worth pikuach nefesh. If it's a nice joke that somebody has, then that's exactly the value of your learning. And that's what it'll be worth. You set the value. You said it's worth giving this up for this. Bez Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, should not send us Nisyonos. We're supposed to, because we're aware of how difficult an Nisyon is, and how easy it is not to fall, that's a reason why a person should, we, we doubt every day that HaKadosh Baruch should not bring us the day Nisyon. That's appropriate because it's a, it, it's an, if, if we say it honestly, it's a real evaluation of who we are and what we are. But every time a personal difficulty arises, or if the tzibur as a tzibur face a difficulty, understanding this is not a difficulty, it's a test. How meaningful really is it? We could have many different opinions about people who went to shul or did this or did that. But when people had to make a decision, I remember we had the issue in our school when it started becoming possible to open and so on. And there was talk and so on. And at Baruch Hashem, the Kash Baruch Hashem Teshliach, Boris Johnson made a statement you have to make a decision. Something can be opened up. You decide whether it's a bar or a school. So for some people it's a difficult decision. Baruch Hashem, um, we can make a decision. But making a decision, what's priority? And what are we willing to go to the utmost? That's what it's a test of. If we have to um, forego certain things to be able to have other things. All of these tests what, what we really are. Here's the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, we'll finish with this. It says, Vayeshev Yisrael ba'aretz Mitzrayim ba'aretz Goishin Vayeachazu Vayirbu Vayifru Mo'id Kala Yisrael was in Eretz in Mitzrayim's Goishin Vayeachazu bo Vayeachazu means they sat strongly on the land like Achuza and they became, they, they were Misrabe, they, they became a big, they became a multitude. So Ben Mechayah goes off on a vivid tangent and he says the difference between a tzaddik and a rasha is not so much in the quantity of the mitzvahs it's how deeply rooted they are. Vayyachazubah is what describes the difference between a tzaddik and not. How deep, how deep down in our person are those mitzvahs? It says, Rishayim amalim mitzvahs karimo. But none of it has roots to it. So it comes and it goes. If Be'ez Hashem were able to do what we're supposed to do, and we're able to hold on to what's right, because it's so essential to us, 
because it's unthinkable not to do what's right. And the difficulty tests that, and it proves that. The word proof in Old English used to mean um, test and prove. It, it was like, the, you know, the, it, it was the, 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 the exception that proves the rule. The word prove meant to test, to contest. It, it's the same thing. If we understand that the times that are difficulty really bring to light where, from where is this Maisim coming from? And if we understand that the real mitzvahs and real Maisim Tevim are the seal of emes on it, is what, is what makes it HaKadosh Baruch Hu's. It's something that the more it's essential to us, the harder to dislodge to us, the more it has that seal, that chaisim of Emes HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when we have Emes Hashem, that achiza, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be mezakas, will be mafer, will be marber, the quantity will come as a result of, of those inyanim that are so deeply rooted in us possession. Does Rosh Hashiva have time for some questions? Yeah. Rosh Hashiva have time for some questions Q&A? If anyone has a question... Just one Anyone has any questions for Shefter or Can please your hands. Elliot, you stand up. The Muslim movement predicated that unless a person thinks about who am I what am I, what am I doing, then it's very hard to get that. Baruch Hashem, you get into a trend of doing good things, and you, and you don't pay attention to the reason behind it. Thinking, whatever, whatever is the appropriate setting for everybody's Musa, but thinking about and what am I about, and, and, uh, that goes a long way in helping us focus our mindset. So the Musa, there were different techniques, but the, the bottom line was to spend some time during a person's day, week, to just sit and learn something that will focus him specifically on, on what am I supposed to do. That's, that's supposed to be the... the I, 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 Feel comfortable. I meant honesty and business. Things are a little bit shady. So whatever is acceptable in the world of business is usually okay. But in our generation, maybe we should be medactic. It shouldn't be just what in the world of business is acceptable. It should really be 100%.
Shouldn't be shady. I, I would like to add, I, the, the Chavetz Chaim wrote Sfarim that are very practical. And one of them, one of the Sfarim was for people who live far away and they, they don't have Mayweh Ra. So he wrote a, a, a little synopsis of business halachas, whatever you could, you know, whatever you could put into a, a Kitzvah format. And then he writes a Klal Gadol that if you don't know, imagine that someone pulled one on you. Would you have kindness to the person or not? He says, if yes, then it runs afoul of Alter Kamoichum at a son of Chavilo Savit. You know, he, he held Allah Maisa, he wasn't playing a game, that any act, Marisan Chavilo Savit means a type of action that you wouldn't be comfortable with being done to you, you should not do the others. So, a lot of times, having that sense of reversing the roles. Goes a, goes a long way in, in helping people make good decisions in that. I'm, I'm not talking about pure halacha, I'm just talking about a, a guide for, for interacting with people. So, and sometimes you'll, you'll find incredible times when people will have kindness to other people for something that they themselves did with someone else. And, and you're sometimes astounded by people, by, by people not grasping. Um, you know, it's it, it just it, it's amazing. That, that's how we are. But but, but sometimes running the, an exercise the other direction would go a long way in, in, in helping make some good decisions. He's also from 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 Silsbinger area, so <laughs> so it's nice to see you here. People tell me that in business, if you work in a bank or you work in business, you can make a f- you can make millions by just going slight. You don't have to gamble so much. You just do one little thing, and you can cheat everybody from a pachas meshavaput. You can become a multimillionaire. Years ago, people didn't control so much money. I think the nisyanis are much bigger now. A lot of people in business, they could become very, very rich if they just do one little geneva and they probably won't even be caught. They probably will not be caught. So you have to be honest about it. If we're both honest, we can comment in terms of family, children, I would just like to add a story I, I heard. My father's kind of Racha was in the Kovna ghetto. Uh, he, was, he was from Kovna. He went through the ghetto, went to Katesh camps, went through everything. And there was an Adam Gadol together with him. His name is Ramatul Pagomansky. I don't know how many of you have heard. Ramatul Pagomansky was, was an extraordinary large and life figure in the yeshiva worlds in Europe before the war. He was a Balshuva, which was a novelty in those days. He was an Ilui Otsum. 
he um, was a tremendous Balmusa, a very deep person. He was a person who could get lost in thought for hours and not know where he was. And he was extraordinary. He would be invited. If he came by Tells, he would say a Shia or a Shmuz in Tells, or in Slabotka, which was extremely unusual, unheard of. He was a Dwos. He survived the war, actually. And he opened a yeshiva in France. He, he died of cancer shortly, within a few years afterwards. He was an extraordinary figure. But he once said, he commented, on, he, they asked the question, how come Avram Avinu was omitted in the Nisayin of the Akedah? And Sarah, it says that she heard about the Akedah and she was Nifta. It's, she was greater than him in Nivu, it says. You know, Shema B'Koyla and so on. Sarah Mottl said a, a, a marshal that people would say, um, in Europe, everybody had their hardships. It was called their peckle, the package they carried. So he said, the Welt says that if they took all the peklach and they lined them out on, on, the, on town square and people could go by and choose the peckle that they would have to carry, they would walk around and around and around and around and they would end up with their own peckle. So he asked, that's, that's, that's a common wisdom. That was like, so why? Why shouldn't Yankel, the water carrier, whose life is wretched and miserable, not want so he said because the peklach are custom made to the backs and it just doesn't fit someone else's I can't carry somebody else's peckle because my back it doesn't fit my back so he says it was, it was an isoyen for Avram Avram it was custom made to Avram's back not to Sarah that was the way he described it but you know, I, I always ask people, I remember the detail at Rashi remembers probably when you had to work on Shabbos to keep a job. That's not an sign. You have a wife with two, three, four kids, and the boss says, Don't play a game on me. If you don't show up on Shabbos, go look for a job on Monday. And it wasn't, it, it, there were very, very few benefits in those days. There was very little, what, that's not an sign week after week. So we have a harder Nisayan, but we have a different Nisayan. And we're Maimon that if this is what our door has the Nisayan, it has the, the resources. So our Nisayan is the ability to get that emotional depth in Yiddishkeit that they used to have, the ability to be able to focus on things that are important. Every generation has its resources. And it's challenges. And, and that's why it's speaking about, you know, the, when people say we have such a terrible city, is it, is it, is it, I mean, what does it mean in terms of Shabbos? I'll, I'll, I just want to tell a story that I got a lot of chizik from. Um, many of you probably have heard of it, right? Hirth, Shukhan Evracha from Pesach that passed away uh, a few months ago, probably was. He, they were a prominent East Side family, Lower East Side family. His father and his uncle were in those days, Gvir, I, I don't know what today's, they, they were well-to-do people who, who really were pillars of a lot of institutions. So he once told me, they were Yisomim, they were, their father had passed away, and they would work and support their mother. They were young boys, they were, every Friday, 
they were out of a job. One Friday, he comes home, they come home, and they tell the mother, Baruch Hashem, we finally got a good job. She said, what? You don't have to work on Shabbos? He said, no, but he told us that we have to be in the store, in the basement, shopping boxes, but we don't have to do Mechal Shabbos. We don't have to do Malachas. So their mother, the widow, said, Kinderlach, Lichtbenching is 4.30 this week. Whoever's in this house, you're welcome. If you're not here at 4.30, never show your face again. That's less of an sign than the internet. Maybe with Facebook and a tweet, maybe that it, it bounced out. But it, do, do, would we have the back to carry a peg like that? So, it's a strength that's incredible. We have our challenges, and we have to, and we have to, and we have to deal with it, and, and do you know what we can. Uh, that's that's our insight. But the, the, the comparison, I don't know. I, I find it always a bit jarring. That's the. Are his chesbainus and dwelling a lot, whether it's ikzim shikasa or it's because of something. The, the question was always to struggle with. So what do we do if we have these issues? Um, you know, what does the kachbaru want from us to do now? Um, th- that was that was our chinuch. I, 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 to, to, to focus a lot more on trying to understand what needs to be shored up. Like, for instance. Let's take, uh, th- so why COVID came and what the Cheshbonah saw, hopefully it's, it's Mashiach, that's, that's, a, that's a great hope. But the question is, Kehillahs have become extremely weakened. And, and it, it's, it, a, lot of, a lot of the fabric, it, people have gotten used to watching on Zoom. When you didn't have the option of being in person, Zoom was a savior. On the other hand, when we have an option of being together personally and feeling th- th- that extra dimension, Zoom is something that takes away. So how do we bring back again that, that, um, that special dimension of understanding to be together? I, I think that's what we need to focus on. Tachlis, what do we do to mend what, what needs to be mended? That, that was my chinuch. 
one more. All right, I'm. Specific. I, I just trying to. to I, I think our kids see the stress that the parents are going through. Everyone has a tremendous amount of stress. So how much should we be educating our kids about the nisyonos that we go through? It's just a part of the chinuch to give them the resiliency that they'll need to go through their. Life. I think the best person should not expose himself totally to a child in the sense. To tell a child, I don't feel like going to shul for davening, is not a good thing to say. But you can tell a child, it's so hard to go to shul for davening. I work hard and long, but every time I do it, I know I did the right thing. It's good that a child feels it's difficult. Hearing from a parent that the parent intends to do something wrong, intended to do something wrong, is not a good thing. But saying, um, it's not easy for me to learn, but every minute that I learned is a treasure to me, is, is an invalid lesson, because chances are for the kid is also not easy. So, so to, to, to say it in a way that it's hard, but it's positive, I think is a much better way. I know in terms even of a Rebbe and a Talmud, if you tell a Talmud, you know, you're, you'll, you're going to be in Amaretz the way you're going, and I don't understand how somebody could sit and waste his time not to want to learn a song so far. So, it, it, you know, there's, there's always, it's, so there's always, uh, he, he feels upset, and the male, uh, but if you say, you know, when I was your age, it wasn't easy for me, but I, 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 I am so happy with every moment that I push myself to do what's right, it's so much will get, I think, gets much further than just telling him off. Even if it's true, yes, he's wasting his time, not doing anything destructive, he's going to be not all of these are true. But not as, but, but you include yourself and you say, it's not that I was born an angel, but what I did, what I did do right, I'm proud of, and you'll be happy about it. I think that that goes much further.